This is episode number four with speed painter and accidental altruist, Dave Santia. Welcome to American Snippets, your source for inspirational, motivational, and selfless stories and interviews from exceptional people across the nation. And now, here's your hosts, Barb Allen and Dave Brown. Hi, I'm Dave Brown, a lifestyle entrepreneur and co-founder of American Snippets. Our goal each week is to bring you an inspiring story or exceptional person who is living, defending, or promoting the American dream. We spotlight individuals who are giving back both in life and in business, and today's guest fits that mold perfectly. Since premiering his speed paintings in 2011, Dave Santia has helped multiple charities raise over $600,000 from the auctioning of his artwork. He's a super talented artist, an amazing person, and we are thankful he took the time to share his story with us, and now we want to share his story with you. Thanks for joining us today on American Snippets. Here's your host, Barb Allen, with Dave Santia. So here we are with Dave Santia. I'm Barb Allen with American Snippets, and we came across Dave Santia on the internet when we saw his speed painting and we're particularly touched by one particular aspect of what he does. We're going to let him get to that. Dave, thank you for being here with us today. I'm glad to be here. Um, how about, I know that you have already done many interviews, and I actually just caught your Facebook Live uh, post when you were traveling back to Michigan from New York a few days ago. So I won't uh, make you go through too much of that again, but can you just give us a quick rundown for our listeners uh, you know, about what you do and how you came about? how you got your start in this? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, well, you know, I, I've been drawing and painting since I was a little kid. Um, and um, a, a, a few years ago, about, about six or seven years ago, <laughs> I was mulling around on, on YouTube and I saw this, uh, this, this video of this artist. The video clip was from like 30 years ago. Um, and this artist, his name was Danny Dent. He was, uh, he was on, uh, some TV show back then called, uh, That's Incredible. Um, and, um, he had the same basic setup that, that I've got, you know, big black canvas paint all over the place. And he starts throwing this paint on this canvas while this Beatles song was playing. And within, within seconds, you could tell it was going to be John Lennon. And, uh, you know, I saw a few more video clips of, of, uh, Danny Dent, you know, after that, I was just kind of like amazed at what he was doing. And with what I knew, with, with the knowledge that I already had with, with art, I, I figured that I could probably teach myself how to do this, what he's doing. So I started training myself and I figured it out and, um, you know, got better and better at it. And then, um, I was, po I started posting uh, videos of me practicing up on YouTube and Facebook. And uh, a friend of mine got a hold of me and asked me if if I could uh, attend a, a fundraiser that he was uh, helping put together, and uh, asked me if I could do a couple of of my speed paintings, and they would auction them off. And uh, it took some convincing, but uh, eventually I I ended up doing it, and um, uh, they auctioned off the, the paintings, and um, uh, that fundraiser got me to doing two more fundraisers and those two got me to doing two more and so on and so forth. And, um, and I thought it was a pretty cool thing that, um, uh, my artwork was helping, uh, benefit all these various 
productions and, you know, all these fundraisers. And I, so I kind of, you know, decided to stick with it. Um, and that's, that's kind of like how I got started with uh, getting myself involved in all of these uh, various charities was just that, that uh, you know, it was quite literally on, on accident. You know, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't expect it. I wasn't planning it that way, but then, um, you know, it, uh, to see what my what the artwork was doing, um, and that the fact that it was helping um, all these various charities, it just you know it made me feel good. So so I just kind of you know I just kind of stuck with it, and um, and uh, it's just been it's it's been going on now for about uh, five years now. I've been doing it. Well, that is awesome. Let me circle right back because I think you sort of downplay a little bit the effort that you had to take uh, or had to put into this. When you say you taught yourself and then you posted videos and it built like that, that could not have been an easy process or a quick process. And did it? it hmm? You're right. It was. It was actually it was very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know, you know, cause there's other speed painters out there, you know, throughout the country. And, um, I, you know, I didn't know what materials to use. I didn't know, you know, I had to, uh, find someone that would custom make, uh, my easel because, um, I, you can buy rotating easels, you know, mine rotates, but I wanted to, my easel to be a certain way and you couldn't buy, you couldn't buy them, you know, the way how I wanted it, and um, so I had to find someone to make it make my easel the way how I wanted it, you know, for, for to do the stuff that I wanted to do, and um, uh, I had no idea what to paint on, what type of paint to use. Um, the paint that you buy, you know, at a regular art supply store, it's it's not really soft. Um, you know, it's 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 like a it's it's thick like uh like toothpaste you know it's 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 a little bit you know so so i couldn't really use that uh because i couldn't be able to you know i wasn't able to splash it around or move it around the canvas so you know i i had to uh i decided to i, I could have used it but then i'd have to work at it by fitting it fitting it down with uh, a paint thinner and, and all that stuff and I decided to, you know, I just use regular uh, interior house paint. You know, it's real soft. I can splash it around, and it's really not much different than uh, than uh, uh, you know acrylic paint, uh, other than you know the, the consistency. It's just softer. I um, I remember the very first time I did a speed painting in private at home while I was training myself, and. Uh, it took me about 45 minutes and it was a painting of Michael Jackson. Well, it was supposed to be painting Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looked more like, um, do you remember, uh, uh, the thriller video when, uh, when he became a zombie? Yes. You know, it kind of looked like that. <laughs> uh, it looked like a, like a seven year old kid painted that. And it was just, Horrible. I've still got it. I've still got it lying around somewhere. Um, the only person that that I that I know that has seen it is my sister. Uh, I showed it to her and I said, "What do you think of this?" And she's like, "Oh, it's it's, it's yeah, that's great. Uh, what is it?" <laughs> like literally, she said that, and I'm like, "What are you talking about? It's Michael Jackson? Can't you tell?" 
I said, okay, I may be in this area right here around the eye. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Like, okay. Yeah. So, I, you know, I knew I had to get back at it. Um, and I, I, I made these videos of me practicing so I could watch myself later so I can study myself. Sure. I could see where I needed more improvement, what I needed to focus on more, what I needed to focus on less. Um, and a lot of those videos are still floating around on, on YouTube. I, I, you know, some of them I took down, a few of them are, you know, they're still up there, but, um, uh, yeah. And, uh, it, it, it takes, it took a while. It, I mean, for me to get everything together as far as what materials to use and for me to, you know, start training myself, it took, it took probably about a year or so altogether. Um, but with the, when I, when I started actually painting, then it took about, about three months before I was comfortable enough to go up in front of people and do it live. But, um, uh, it's, it's a continuous learning process. I mean, I'm still learning even now, you know, um, I, I find something, I discover something different or something extra that I could do to improve myself when I'm, when I'm designing my speed paintings or even when I'm painting them. Um, and a, a lot of it is improvised right then and there on the spot. Um, even though I've already got a basic plan of what I'm painting while I'm painting it, there's still a lot of improv improvisation involved um, uh, as far as uh, what colors I'm going to use or, you know, something I might think of on the spot that I might just try it right then and there. Uh, and, um, and a lot of times, you know, you don't know how the painting is going to turn out until the very end, until you're, you're done. But, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty much, that's pretty much the gist of, of the, uh, the training process. But, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm still learning, uh, as I'm going on even now. Sure. So when you were teaching yourself, were you working a, a, a job? Did you have, I mean, how did you fit this into your life or were you in the position where you could just focus on that full time? Uh, no, I was actually, I was working in a family business. My family is in commercial real estate and um, I was doing that. Um, and then when I got started with the speed painting, it just got so busy so fast that I had to quit working with the family business and I had to focus entirely on the speed painting. Um, and you know, the speed painting, it's, 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 it's got its ups and downs. I mean, there are times when, when I, when, when I've got nothing going on and there are times when I'm so busy that I don't even have, have room to breathe. Um, and, um, I, I believe you caught me, uh, when I started doing the live feeds this yes. past summer. Um, and that came about when the live feeds came about because summertime is, uh, summertime, you know, this, I'm, I'm generally pretty slow and, uh, well, I was bored, uh, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to just do live feeds because there's a lot of people, they want to see me perform live, but, uh, they can't come up to the fundraisers that I perform at or they, you know, or whatever. I don't even know my own schedule. Um, I've got my manager. She handles all that stuff. And um, she basically, she tells me what I've got to do this week and what i got to do next week, that sort of thing. So I decided to do these live videos 
just to give people a chance to to watch. And um, I didn't expect it to uh, develop any type of following or anything, but it, it, it did. So I ended up getting stuck having to do these live videos every week. Not that I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not complaining about it or anything like, like that. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun for me. So I've got, I became obligated, you know, I inadvertently became obligated to, you know, do these, these live feeds. And, um, and I, you know, I have a lot of fun doing it. I, I get, I try to get the uh, the viewers in, involved. Um, I take a poll every week and I have them vote on what they on what they want to see me. And paint. you're pretty strict on those polls, I saw, because you have a lot of people popping on your Facebook page saying they like this or they like that. But if they don't vote, that you're not going to do it. No, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if it doesn't if it doesn't win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna paint it. People are like, "Oh, I so badly want to see you paint so and so or whatever." And I'm like, "He's in the poll, but uh, you know, if you don't, if you don't get up there, then I'm not. I'm not gonna paint it." I <laughs> love know? that. And I love I, that you stick to that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I try. You know, I'm just trying to be fair. You know, um, but uh, and uh, you know, I. I I have fun doing it. It's interesting to see what uh, what the people vote for every week. It's it, and it's quite um, it, it's a range, you know. I mean, like uh, not this past weekend. I, I didn't post do a poll for this past weekend, but the weekend before, they had me doing Bela uh, Lugosi as Dracula, and I think I had to do Tina Turner. And I think Donald Schwarzenegger as the Terminator. I think you know, so it's it's <laughs> it's pretty diverse with what they vote for. It's kind of like off the wall, and you know, I have a, a you know a selection where people can click. You know, they can vote for other, and they can fill in what they want. I could have two hundred and fifty people click that other option and and put in their own fill in, and out of those two fifty, I have like. 235 different uh, yes different selections so like yeah but so I take that other uh, selection as um, you know I I take them as suggestions of of who I should add add to the the poll the following week but um, yeah it's 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 a lot of fun doing it I have a blast when I'm when I'm painting I, I get anxious when I'm when I'm at a um, at an event, uh, not because I'm nervous or anything like that, but because I can't wait to go up there and do my thing, you know. Are you able to um, tune out the people around you, or do you ever have an, an occasion I'm, where it, they distract you? I'm sorry, what was that? When you're performing in front of people, uh, do you sort of tune them out, focus on your work, or do you pull them, do you pull their yeah. comments and their thoughts and their you know, their noise into your work or do they sometimes distract you? Uh, you know, they don't really distract me. Um, I, you know, I, I do focus, you know, I, I have the ability, you know, I, I can, you know, focus on what it is that I'm doing, but however, I do also uh, feed off the, the energy of the crowd. You know, if they're excited, then I'm more excited. If they're, if they're not excited, then, you know, it, it, I kind of like feel it in myself too, you know, that, okay, this crowd is more 
uh, and or they're not they're not you know jumping all over the place. So I and I can feel that myself too. Um, so yeah, they don't really distract me. Uh, every occasionally, you know, back in the beginning, I would have, you know people they didn't know what the, what I was doing or why I was there. This and that. And I'm up there, the music's going and I'm painting. And, um, I have had the only type of distractions I've had is, um, is someone maybe they had a little bit too much to drink and then they, they come right up, right up on the stage or right up to me on the canvas, uh, on my tarp and they try to talk to me. I just like, you know what? <laughs> I turn to my, I don't, <laughs> I turn to them. I don't even notice that they're there until they tap me on the shoulder or I, bump into them or something and I look at them I'm like you know what um, you're being watched right now by everyone inside this room and yeah, I'll point them out has anybody ever <laughs> yeah. tried to actually paint with you have they hopped up there and tried to paint with you no <laughs> no that's never happened what do you think Although you do I, with that happen um, I, I, <laughs> I would just probably escort them away <laughs> that's just really, no it's not a good idea yeah i i yeah that that has never happened although i am i, I just jinxed it been... now it's definitely gonna happen <laughs> well i hope not <laughs> um I, I i did one time uh this was back in the beginning when i first started performing live uh for uh for these fundraisers i did one time have a little kid this kid must have been, I don't know, he was, he was a toddler. He was like two years old. I didn't see him, you know, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a tall guy, you know, I'm six foot nine and I'm doing a painting. I can't remember what, maybe I was painting this Statue of Liberty. I don't know. I can't remember what I was painting, but I'm, I'm, I'm running around in front of this canvas, bouncing up and down and I'm, I back up, you know, I don't expect anyone to be on my tarp. Uh, and this little kid somehow he got loose. This toddler, he got loose, and he, you know, he's not—he's just a little toddler. He comes right up on on the canvas. He's right behind me. I didn't know it, and I back up. I take a step back, and I and I fell on top of him. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I didn't know he. I felt so bad. I didn't, you know, I didn't expect a little two-year-old to be behind me. Be behind. And what kind of two-year-old goes running up to a giant? Because I got to say, I'm tall, almost 5'10", <laughs> but I don't know that I would go running up to a guy who's 6'9", and sneak up on him. So yeah, the little toddler yeah, was uh, pretty brave. So what happened? Like, <laughs> fell backwards on him. I fell backwards on top of him, and um, we both you know, took a tumble and, uh, I just, I got up and I, I couldn't touch him because my hands were covered in paint. Uh, but I, I think it was too late for him anyways. I mean, he was just, he just walked onto it, tarp covered in paint and oh fell God. on it. <laughs> but, uh, his parents, uh, his dad came and, you know, picked him up and quickly got him out of there. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, of course, you know, I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't see your son there. But, uh, but, and they were cool with I that. Mean, I mean, it's a two-year-old. So. Well, yeah, they, you know, that's what they do. Mean. Yeah, I have four of right. things. My kids used to get away from me all the time. It's like puppies in a box trying to contain them sometimes. Mm -hmm. So let me uh, circle back around, and I know this is a very commonly asked question. But I just want to touch on it quickly, and we'll move on. Your upside-down technique. I saw you in one of your, I think, one of your live posts where that was another thing that you just sort of. 
you, it's so normal to you that you're like, well, I've just sort of evolved and that's the way I do it and I can focus better. But to someone yeah. like me, I can't even paint a stick figure right side up. So the thought of actually spinning it upside down, I mean, is it actually harder for you to concentrate when you're not painting upside down? When you flip it no, over and you're touching it all up? Yeah, no, it's 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 not. To be honest with you, there's really not much of a difference between painting it upside down and, and right side up. I mean, you know, I, I've I've been doing artwork since I was a little kid, so I, I'm 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 used to it. It's it's not okay. Like, imagine like when you're you know watching a little kid coloring in a coloring book. They don't have that coloring book straight right in front of them, they got to turn sideways, they got to turn this way, they got it upside down, they got to, you know, so they're, they're, you know, they're focusing on what they need to color. And it's the same thing, like, when, when you're when you're doing artwork, whether it's upside down or right side up, um, you're creating the image that's, you know, either in your head or you have a photo reference, you're, you know, you're duplicating that image if you have a photo reference. It, it's... It, it, so having it upside down or right side up really isn't much of, of an issue um, because a picture of a cop, whether it's upside down or right side up, is still a cop. Sure. Um, I think, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I think uh, that's because you're an artist and that's that's just something, that's a talent that not everybody has. I think you have to have that talent within you um and i think clearly you do i think it's just such a cool little a spin on on painting and on drawing but for you to be able to do it both ways i'm a writer i write all the time i have very specific ways that i can write and channel in that artwork so for you to be able to do it right side down upside i mean right side up upside down in front of a crowd in front of a camera or to yourself that you can do it in so many venues is super cool that's just my oh, two cents oh. on it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, and well, and I'm sorry, go ahead. That's okay. Um, I was just going to ask you, touch back around to when you, you said you had to leave your family's real estate business and go into this work full time. Was that a tough decision to make? Were you nervous about it at all? Did it? Did you have any uh, doubts? Uh, or were you just really excited to go do it? Did you just know in your heart that this is what you were meant to do and you were just going to make it work? Well, I, I always knew ever since I was a kid that um, I was going to end up doing something that involved artwork. Uh, ever since I was little, I've, I've, you know, I've always said, I've always had these different ideas of what I want to do growing up, um, but they all involved artwork for a while. That I wanted to be an animator. I wanted to be a commercial cartoonist. I wanted to be a, a comic book. Illustrator. It was always something involving art that I want that I wanted to do. Um, so I, I knew that eventually I was going to end up, you know, well, I was hopeful that one day I was going to end up doing something involving involving art. Um, and as far as like making the decision, uh, it wasn't it wasn't difficult. I wasn't nervous. I I had no choice. Because um, I got so busy with the with the with, with the street painting so fast, I I had no choice. I had to stop doing, you know, stop working in the family business and work, you know, focus on 
on uh, on the artwork. It, it really it really wasn't my decision to make. That's, you know what I'm saying? That is a very cool answer, actually. Um, I think I'm going to incorporate that. You know, just it's not your choice. You're going to do it, and that's the, that's all there is to it. You're just going to go for yeah. it. Do you have people come up to you and say, I always wanted to be a painter, an artist, but here's all the reasons why I never did it? Yeah. Yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I get people, they come up to me, they're like, I used to be, you know, so into art, and I stopped doing it. And, you know, it was it's for one reason or another. Most of the time, it's just they lost interest or they they felt they weren't inspired anymore. And um, I've also had a lot of people come up to me and say, I used to do artwork, but after watching you, you've inspired me to get back at it. That's got to be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Cool feeling when uh, when people come up to me and they, and they say that. That's 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 and, and then I'll run into them again somewhere down the line, and they'll tell me, oh, I saw you perform at this fundraiser, and I used to do that, and you got me back into it again, and I've been painting ever since. Oh, that's great. You know, yeah. That's great. That's, you know, that's, that's a lot of, that's, that's pretty cool, here, you know, when I hear that. Yeah, so there's yeah. all sorts of ways that your work is reaching out to people, from people who are just maybe who see you and then pick it back up and do it themselves, and circling back around to these charities that you work with. Um, can you tell us, and I saw it on your uh, site, but I want to hear you actually say it, about how much have you managed to raise for charities that you've donated? Uh, you know what? I stopped counting after after we hit 600000 I mean, that's insane. That's it, It's just a typical, oh, it's about 600000 I mean, do you realize how many people have you know worked so hard and don't manage to raise any of that at all, or how many people do manage to break through and become successful and never stop to turn around and make any impact in the world outside outside of their own little bubble. So do you have a favorite yeah. charity that you, you know, you're a frequent flyer in, or is these just all random charities that are, approach you, or do you find them? Yeah, well, a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> mostly they approach, they approach us. Uh, us meaning me and you know my manager and whoever I have you know working with me, but uh, yeah, mostly they, they they approach us and um uh we you know we we don't really seek them out too often. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we'll we'll you know we'll we'll reach out to them, send them a, a mailer or something you know through email. But uh, yeah, most of the time they 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 approach us. Um, but, um, and, and, and I, it's not that I have a favorite charity. Uh, there are ones that I work with consistently all the time. Um, but I, I am kind of, I, I'm, I'm picky with them, but I'm not too picky. I, I stay away from like a lot of the, uh, the uh, political fundraisers. I, I, well, that's a smart move. <laughs> yeah. Politicians. Yes. Yeah, they got enough money. They don't need any extra, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah we'll, but, um, we'll avoid that. So is there any, I mean, do you just get overwhelmed with responses? I'm sure. Um, at times, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry, with requests, not responses. Do you get overwhelmed with requests to 
for people, everybody wanting you to, you know, a little slice of your time, a little slice of your artwork. Is, I mean, there's a limit to what you can respond to, correct? Yeah, yeah, it, it does get overwhelming. Um, the, uh, the, the people sending me private messages or emailing me through my website, it, it gets really overwhelming. I get backed up a lot. I've got someone that helps me, you know, respond to them all. Um, and it, it's it, having having her respond to them allows me uh, the time uh, to my time to be freed up for me to focus on doing what um, uh, what people are responding to to begin with. You know, it allows me time to focus on on the artwork. So. Uh, yeah, it, it does get backed up. I'm backed up on messages again I, that I've got to respond to. And um, I try to take a day, a week, where I'll sit down and respond to what I can respond to. And um, and then, uh, you know, I have Sarah, she responds to the rest. Uh, she responds to the most of them, to the majority of them, actually. Sure. Well, but, we're so happy uh, yeah, that it, we made it through your gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, if you want to find out more about Dave Santia and his work, check out his website at davesantia.com. You can see what prints are available for sale and find out how to book them for your event. Before we let you go, don't forget to subscribe to American Snippets for updates, events, and feature articles on extraordinary people. Speaking of which, we're always on the prowl for great stories about people like Dave and the others you see featured here. If you know of such a story, message us on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash American Snippets. Thanks for spending your time with us as we highlight the exceptional people of America. Okay, there you have it. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. Uh, If you've never seen Dave Santia paint, it's an absolute must. Dave creates amazing masterpieces right before your very eyes and in just a matter of minutes. It's, It's really something to see. So visit Dave online at davesantia.com or on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Dave Santia Gallery. Also, be sure to check out our full featured article on Dave Santia at americansnippets.com forward slash 004. And, you know, be sure to share this episode with your friends. I mean, just head on over right over there. You click the share button, share it with your friends on social media. Hit us up on Instagram uh, at Coach Dave Brown or at Barb Allen 1994. Reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts. Ask us any questions you might have. Maybe uh, maybe you have someone that you think would be uh, great to feature on American Snippets. You can let us know about them as well. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast. If you've been enjoying our pack podcast over the last few weeks, definitely please rate and review it. We would really appreciate it. And if you haven't subscribed... Uh, please do so at americansnippets.com as well. Again, thanks for joining us on this episode. This is American Snippets, and we are living, defending, and promoting the American dream. Now go out there and show the world how exceptional you truly are. Thanks. We'll see you next time. 